Welcome to another exciting episode of Patanjali Yoga Sutra Commentaries by respected Dr. Chinmay Pandya. Each episode delves deep into a selected set of sutras, so be sure to follow along and remember to revisit any episode you may have missed. We hope you enjoy and do stay connected with DSVV by following our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages using the handle at DSVVOfficial. Pronounce to everyone from Shantikunj Dev Sanskriti Vishwadalya Haridwar. We started the journey of the studying the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali and have now reached to the last stage, Samadhi Path that Patanjali started to talk about. We are now in the most fun aspect of it. All the Samadhis that Patanjali mentioned in the beginning of the chapter. We will now slowly, gradually and with every single gradation would enter into the final stage. But before we start the fun of today's discussion, let us do the Gayatri Mantra together. Recitation of the Mantra of Gayatri from the Rig Veda. Om Bhur Bhuvaha Swaha Tatsavetorvarenyam Bhargo Devasya Dhemahe Dheyo Yonaha Prachodaya Pranams to everyone. First chapter of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali is called Samadhipad. And this entire chapter is pointing towards where the path of yoga should lead to. What is the ultimate outcome? And if you can understand the ultimate outcome, then you have got the destination inside. If I know that I am supposed to go to Delhi, then I can prepare accordingly. I know that I am supposed to go in that direction, so what kind of preparations are needed, for how long I am supposed to go there, then I know that what kind of things I need to pack. What is the weather of Delhi, then I would prepare accordingly. I know that I need these kind of clothes and if I am supposed to go to London, then I will prepare accordingly. Oh, it's actually snowing there this morning, so I would prepare accordingly. I would prepare as per the weather, as per the duration. I am supposed to live there for that long. I need my passport, I need my visa, I need all these preparations. So that is what Patanjali is actually describing in this chapter that what essentially the ultimate outcome is and how you are supposed to reach there. How you would prepare, he will talk about in the next chapter. He also talked about that in this chapter but it would be further detailed in the next chapter when the Sadhanapad would be described. And this chapter is about getting an idea or giving you the glimpse of the last kind of a step where one is supposed to reach, which is the Samadhi. So we started the journey when Patanjali started to give the definition of yoga, then he talked about the vrittis, then he talked about the way the nirodh of these vrittis can take place, how we can banish them, how we can control them, how we can counter and negate them. Then came further descriptions of 
various other ways uh, that one can reach to the samadhis that he described as sampragyat and sampragyat. And the other ways, he also divided them into three distinct categories that there is, depending upon the intensity and intention of the practice, they could be mridumadhyan adhimatratvat. Then he talked about Ishwar, then he talked about Antaraya and how one can control the Antaraya in a big shape. He then mentioned about the seven parikarams that we discussed in the last meeting. And if one is able to reach to that stage when the mind is absolutely stable and one-pointed, it is completely directed towards the object of the knowledge, then in that case, one develops that Patanjali says is an absolute control from the smallest part of this existence to the highest possible, like totality of the existence that he called Paramanu Paramahattu Antosya Vashikara. Vashikara means complete control. You have got absolute control from the smallest particle of this existence, Paramanu, to Paramahattu, the biggest possible that could be there, the entire cosmos. And the yogi develops an ability to go from the smallest particle to the highest possible anything that could happen in this existence. Then comes what? Then comes all types of samadhis that he talked about in the beginning when he said vitarka, vichar, ananda, smitanugata, sampragyata. So all these samadhis would now be described one after one with, with increasing gradation. Like you know there is no difference in terms of that this is this is different than this one, just the gradation is different. There is a qualitative difference in the experience. With every new kind of samadhi that he would describe, the quality would become even further, fine tuning is taking place. It would be even finer, even finer. So first one he describes that after developing this ability, when the yogi is able to control uh, from a smallest particle to the complete totality of the existence, in that case what happens? He says in that case, mind becomes clear like a crystal. He describes this verse which is the 41st verse. He says, Kshinavritte abhijatasya meva mane grihitra grihina grahyeshu tatasth tat anjanata samapatte. Kshin means weak feeble. Vritte, vritte we talked about already. Chheen vritte, abhijatasya meva. Abhijat means elite, royal, regal. In Lord Buddha, he was born in a abhijat family. So somebody born in a royal family, in a very elite kind of family, you call abhijat, that he belongs to a very finest quality. So that is the abhijat. Eva, mani, mani means jewel. Uh, he is saying that if the vrittis have weakened and then this uh, most beautiful kind of jewel, tatastha tat, tat means that, istha means situated, tat means that, anjanata, anjanata means color. We use the, for the children, we use anjan. So anjan is like, you know, you put uh, different kind of uh, color in uh, to the, like, you know, uh, forehead of the baby so that 
they would look nice and they would look decent and this anjan means color samapatte he is purposely not using the word samadhi here because samapatte is where all the vrittis of the chitta are completely absorbed inside the chitta they are gone inside but they are not annihilated they have been completely absorbed think it like this that the television is switched off but it is on a standby mode it is not completely gone the electricity has not been disconnected so far if somebody uses the remote then it could be restarted it is just on a standby mode it is not showing anything does not mean that there is nothing there there is something there but it is just on the standby mode you have put the mobile on the silent that is it the mobile is on the silent but does not mean that it cannot receive the call it cannot make a call it can do all of that it's just not making the noise so he says chhin vritte abhijatasya meva mane grihit grahan grahayeshu i forgot to mention it grihitra means subject of knowledge grahan means instrument of knowledge grahayeshu means object of the knowledge so he says if we put everything together then what happens that in this case when yogi have reached to this stage of samapatte where all the vrittis have been completely absorbed in the chitta they have been taken back just like the like you know tortoise brings its arms back into the shell so they are just there they haven't gone they are just there but he has retreated back into the like you know the original uh, contour so when this kind of samapatti has taken place then the mind of the yogi becomes like the finest kind of jewel which takes the color anjanata to whichever object it was placed next to because now subject object and instrument of knowledge has become one it has got no color of its own it is so transparent that wherever it would be placed it would assume the color of that which would mean what it would mean that our personalities are colored by different things there is no true self we are public opinion we are essentially a public opinion somebody says something to us somebody says that you look nice we start to feel we are nice somebody says that you look uh, not so well today and we start to feel we are not well you can do an experiment you can ask eight of your friends and ask everyone to stand like you know 100 meters apart and think of one person that you would like to prank upon and just tell all your friends that when this person is walking that you would like to play the prank upon and everyone should them what happened to you look ill today like you know have you got some fever what happened by the time 11th person would ask he would start to feel that he has got fever we are so much influenced by the other people's opinion that we have got no opinion of ourselves about ourselves it's because that we are completely colored by the circumstances by the society by the people by their opinion how they look at us how we look at them all these things are there but now because he has become crystal clear or he has become the finest coin you know quality of jewel he assumes the color of whatever it is placed next to orbindo has used a very Maharshi Aurobindo has used a very beautiful word about it he has said that at this moment person becomes rather than egocentric he has become divine centric he has become an instrument of the divine so this jewel is now the instrument of the divine it has got no preference whatever is the preference of higher consciousness is 
flowing through it. Like Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna is saying, Sarva Rambha Parityagi Sarva Sankalpa Visarjita. That this person then leaves all kinds of beginning. He is not starting anything. Why would he start anything? There is no start. A start means that my ego is there. Sarva Sankalpa Visarjita. He has left all kinds of Sankalpa. Only the Sankalpa of Divine is flowing through me. Everything else is gone. My preferences, my choices, my arguments, everything else is gone. Only this has become so transparent that whatever passes through me is the will of higher consciousness. Even Maharshi Aurobindo has said something even much more beautiful. He said that it becomes so transparent that at the call of the divine, it would not hesitate even to murder another person. Think about it. No call. Even like you know a call comes and I am supposed to do something that divine believes that it is right in the duty of the dharma to do it. Like Lord Krishna has asked Arjun to do it. That take the weapon and kill these people when he asked him to do it. And that moment no choice is there. You are doing what has been asked by the divine to do it and you perform like an instrument. There is no, your choice is not there. So he says that at this moment when the vrittis are completely absorbed into the chitta, mind becomes so transparent like a finest quality of jola, vijatmani, that own preferences are gone. Subject and object and instrument of knowledge have become one and then you know it is just taking the color of whatever it is placed next to. In other words, it can now gather the knowledge of anything that it wants to fully. Question comes that are we not able to get the knowledge of anything fully? We are not. You can think of a simple experiment when you are reading a book. You can sometimes pass the entire book, but you have got no idea that what has gone through you. Somebody would ask and you think maybe you are able to remember 5 lines, 6 lines, 30 lines because mind was in a non-connected mood for the rest of it. Um, we were only available for the book for a very, very specific, very short period of time. Um, give you one example of Pooja Gurudev like you know once uh, people brought multiple books to him, multiple books to him and they were like 40, 50, 60 books were there and in the night they left in his room. In the morning when they came, all the books were underlined, all the books were prepared, they were already prepared like you know he had already written many articles from it, is already uh, underlined that from which book what kind of article could be prepared. Because they never, their consciousness is fully available to the moment. When you are fully available, then you are able to absorb the entire knowledge immediately. It is like downloading it directly from the source. You do not have to put your mind into it. It just completely, the knowledge is transferred straight away into you and you are able to take it completely. Remember like the movie Matrix that for him to remember everything, for him to develop all kinds of a skill that he wanted to develop. He does not have to spend time, they just have to run a program and the, all the knowledge is transferred into him. It is just like that. You become so transparent that you become like a uh, sponge and the knowledge comes to you, soak it completely. Because we are unable to soak it because 
our consciousness is not available. For us to get a knowledge about certain thing, I need to put my intelligence into it. I need to uh, place my consciousness into it. I need to send something from here into that subject of knowledge. Now, because that boundary is gone, I and object becomes the same and everything that is there in the object comes straight to me. It is being downloaded straight here. So, Patanjali says that it reaches to that stage of Samapatte. Now comes the further gradation. He says, okay, this is the first stage. Now you are able to absorb it. What comes after? Comes after is those samadhis that he talked about long time ago, Vitarka, Vitarka Samadhi. Now, Vitarka Samadhi is again of two types, Savitarka and Nirvitarka. So, he goes a step further. He says, Tatra, Shabda, Artha, Jnana, Vikalpai, Sankirna, Savitarka, Samapatte. Tatra means there. Shabda means word, Arth means meaning, Jnana means knowledge, Sankirna means mixed, Savitarka Samapatte. That then comes the Savitarka Samapatte, which is mixed with the Vikalpa. Vikalpa is like different options, which is, which is mixed with the options of Tatra, Shabda, Artha, Jnana, Vikalpa, Sankirna, mixed with the different options of knowledge, word, meaning. What does it mean? It means that all the vrittis are completely absorbed and you have reached to a further qualitative higher level. Still, you have the memory left and memory is created of anything by these three things, Shabda, Arth and Gyan. Shabda means word, word itself means nothing, it does not create any memory. So, if I do not know Spanish, if I do not know Italian, if I do not know French, a word would mean nothing to me because I cannot understand what it means, the meaning is not available to me and I cannot put it into context. Think like a child, child has to be told like you know, the, okay, this is apple, but apple as a picture would mean nothing, you have to tell apple is a fruit, that is the meaning. And then you need to show that this is apple. Then putting everything together, then you can understand. Shabd, Arth, Gyan is there, then you can understand. This is how the memory is created. So, even for I to create an understanding that I am this, I am Chinmay in this life, somebody has to say, okay, you are Chinmay. And then I understand, okay, this body is Chinmay. And then many times this is repeated, I can understand that this is Chinmay. Every time I stand into the, look myself into the mirror and I think this is Chinmay. And then the memory of this life is created. So, he says that you have gone further up, but still a word would provoke a special kind of memory. So, although you have become completely transparent, but in this state also, if a word is being said, it would generate a peculiar kind of memory. Think it like a film. You have got a camera film. In camera film, even if you wash it out completely, like you know or more like a disc, the old people would be able to remember that if you have got an audio CD, the scratch marks are there. So, these scratch mark that you are, you have got there, they are like a smriti, they are there. Moment you put it, it creates a particular kind of noise because even if everything is washed out, this kind of white noise that is coming when like you know that particular scratch is there, it is because of the smriti. So, people are absolutely transparent, calm, but 
a particular word can generate a particular kind of memory that goes in this stage further he says smritir parishuddha swarup shunya mev iv arth matra nirbhasa nirvitarka we go word by word smriti memory parishuddha means purified swarup means true identity true self iv also arth means uh, meaning matra means only nirbhasa means shines nirvitarka nirvitarka is the name of the samapatte so he says then comes the nirvitarka samapatte in which memory is purified now memory is gone you are absolutely memory is gone now memory is gone so only what happens the object on which you are concentrating upon that shines forth you are gone that nirbhasa means shines that is the only thing that shines even my impression on it is gone now any word because i have got no particular memory so i have got no prejudices about anything otherwise i would have a prejudice if i focus upon something even if i am focusing upon uh, the light i have got a memory about light but if i have got no memory about light then whatever i would focus upon my entire consciousness would be available without any uh, pre determined notion about it that is completely gone so he says now it is gone it is like think about it like this that you have got a document on your laptop when savitarka came you have put that into the recycle bin when nirvitarka came you have even emptied the recycle bin now you cannot retrieve it any further it is gone this is completely deleted from your memory from your account there is no way unless of course the spies of the internet would like to trace it then no idea but otherwise it is gone from your system and from your computer it is gone nirvitarka is even emptying the recycle bin it is gone then he goes even further he says etev in the same manner etev savichara nirvichara cha sukshma vishaya vyakhyata etev means in the same manner savichara and nirvichara are the two different types of uh, vichara samadhi cha means and sukshma vishaya subtle subjects uh, vyakhyata means described so he says in the same manner you can also describe also give the explanation of the savichar and nirvichar samadhi they are categorically the same they are basically the same like savitark and nirvitark samadhi only difference is that in the vichar samadhi we are focusing upon even the finer elements even the more subtler elements so if we are focusing in the tark then we need an object to focus upon you need an object of the knowledge to go beyond but if in the vichar samadhi only the thoughts which are means thoughts only thoughts are sufficient to go deeper into but still there is an experience taking place so he says even that needs to be fine tuned even that needs to be purified then he comes to the 44th verse and he says sukshma vishyatvam cha aling parivasanam these sukshma vishay that he talked about in the 43rd verse these subtle objects cha and aling is another name for prakriti cosmic substance parivasanam parivasanam means terminate end 
So, all these subtle objects they eventually end in the cosmic substance that is the end point, end point of this side not the other side. So, this side where the Prakriti is ending the cosmic substance and whichever you way you want to see it like you know people have got scientific acumen they would like to see the God's particle Higgs boson or even the quark or whatever actually comes in the subatomic world. There is something that is the end point where like you know the cosmic substance is there where you cannot divide it any further. Aling is the word where the further division is not possible. You cannot divide it any further. This is the last end ultimate point and Patanjali says Maharshi Patanjali is saying that all these divisions they finally end where the Prakriti is there, cosmic substance is there and then then what happens? Ta ev sabijah samadhi. All these, all these samadhis that were taking place before, he classifies them together in one and he says they are sabij samadhi. Sa means together, bij means seed. They are the samadhis where seed is still there. Seed is still there means that seed of sanskar is there. So, like I was giving the example earlier on that you have got a television and in the television you have put now like you know a standby mode. You have now switched off the television, but there is a possibility of switching it on. There was a stage where it was only on a standby mode, there was a stage in the mobile where like you know you have put it on silent mode, but still there was a possibility to make a call, receive a call. Now the mobile has been switched off, but still there is like you know phone is charged, there is a sim inside. Nirbij is when even you take the sim out, when even there is no possibility for this mobile to be reactivated. So, that he will talk about now on world. Up till now he said, up till the 4 to 6 word before taev sabijah samadhi, what happens afterward he says now comes the category and the classification and the gradation of nirbij, no seed left. What are they? He says nirvichara vaisharadhyah adhyatma prasada. That when one reaches to the nirvichara stage, all the thoughts are completely gone. Visharadha means constant flow of light, bliss. Sat is there. There is no end to it. It is constant. Adhyatma, spirituality. Prasada means gift. Now you get the gift of spirituality. Try to imagine it. People who have got just a thought this morning that they would like to have one morning of like you know meditation, they think they are on the path of spirituality. Now we have reached to a point where mind has been purified with so many different attempts. All kinds of purification is taken place even the vrittis are gone, even the memory is gone, even I do not even remember that I exist, even the awareness of the mind as an instrument has gone. Consciousness has become so pure that it does not even understand that I need mind to understand a knowledge because mind is gone, chit is gone, vrittis are gone, memories are gone, sanskars are gone. Now he says now the spirituality begins, now you start to get the sense of spirituality. 
not like that oh I got this uh, interesting morning and now I am suddenly excited about the spirituality. It is not like that. It is like the story that comes in the Upanishad of a five year old boy called Nachiketa. So, Nachiketa's father, he was doing a yagya and he said, it is the story of the Kathopanishad. So, he decided if the yagya would be successfully completed, then I would donate thousand cows. When the time came for the donation, he started to choose those cows which were of no use. They could not give birth, they could not be milked anymore. So, basically they were barren and of no use and he started to gift them. So, five-year-old Nachiketa was uh, watching it carefully. He went to the father, he said, what are you doing? He said, I am donating. He said, but I heard that when you are donating, then three things needs to be justified. It should be a object that you would like to use and it should be given to a rightful owner and it should be given for a rightful cause. Cause is there, of course, you are doing yagya and these people are nice people, you are giving them rightly, but what you are giving is wrong. These things even you would not use. Why are you giving? It is like clearing your rubbish and then you are saying that you are donating. Father did not answer. He asked it again, did not answer. Third time he asked, he became very angry. He said, you want me to donate the good thing? He said, yeah. He said, I am donating you. I give you to the death. Go to hell. Go to Yam. Fine. Nachiketa said, I have been donated. Five-year-old boy. He went to the house of Yam. Yam was not there. He waited there three days, three nights. Yam came and then Yam saw this young boy sitting outside at the door. He said, why are you here? And he told the whole story. So, Yam said that, God of death said that, listen, donation does not depend only on the person who is giving. It also depends upon the person who is taking. I never wanted to take your life, I cannot take it. He said, but you waited patiently here for three days, three nights. I give you three blessings, ask anything. So, first thing that he asked is that his father should not, should not be sinned. His father should not be getting any bad outcome for the bad deeds that he did. He asked for his forgiveness. Second thing he asked, he said, tell me the science behind the uh, sacred fire ceremony, yagya, agnividya. Third, he said that, uh, tell me what is spirituality. And in the answer, Yam said that forget about it. He said, Shurasya dhara, nishita duratya, durgam pathastat kabhiyo vadanti. That walking on the path is like walking on the edge of the knife. Even the big rishis, they are scared of walking on this path. You are five year old boy, ask something else. So, Yam gave him so many ideas. He said that I will make you king, I will make you the king where there would be no end of anything. So many greater things I can give you. And Nachiketa said, He said, if all these people that you talk about, who could get everything that they wanted to get, did they not die? He said, no, they died. He said, did they die happily? He said, no, no, they did not die happily. They all died with pain and like something has been taken away from them. He said, it means they did not walk on the path of spirituality. I only want that. Give me that. And that discussion between Kat and Nachiketa is the foundation of uh, Yam and Nachiketa is the foundation of Kathopanishad. So, that's what Patanjali is saying. He is saying that the real spirituality, the real sense of spiritual bliss 
comes now onward not when you started the class it comes when you have completed 30 phds and like 300 research papers on quantum physics and now there is nothing left for you to know anymore you have gone beyond the books you are the knowledge you are beyond the knowledge you are even not the object of knowledge then comes the real sense of spirituality not like a hobby it is beyond anything ever possible so he says nirvichar vaisharadya adhyatma prasadam that when this stage is also passed then comes the real spirituality then comes the true spiritual bliss and if it comes then what happens then he says ritambhara tatra pragya then comes pragya rit is the word that you would find almost everywhere in the vedas it is true bliss sattva it is that wisdom that emerges from within you cannot you cannot think about it there is no way to imagine that what kind of knowledge it would be just beyond everything so he said ritambhara tatra pragya then comes pragya pragya is unworth matra knowledge doubtless knowledge and then he goes further to define that what kind of knowledge it is he says shrutanumana pragyabhyam anya vishaya vishesh arthatvat shruti is referring to the vedas anuman is assuming inference pragyabhyam pragya he says are different to both it is not something that is either coming from the scriptures it is not something that you can either assume imagine or get an indication from anywhere he says it is something very different so that people are not confused that we can get this information from vedas you can get the information like i am getting but it is not pragya it is not coming from the dimensions beyond i can gather the information i can have a best analysis i can find the best word and best medium to convey it to you but it is not pragya pragya is something that cannot be substituted that cannot be replaced by anything else it is absolutely beyond because it is beyond prakriti so everything that we have our mind our knowledge our buddhi our ahankara our asmita our smriti our memory is from the prakriti if we have transcended it then we have gone beyond the prakriti so he says shrutanumana pragyabhyam that pragya anvishya other subject vishesh arthatvat vishesh means peculiar distinctive a very special arth means meaning so he says that this is of a very particular meaning you cannot find it anywhere else it is completely beyond that pragya it's like like this analogy that you cannot and no way to understand there you cannot create rules of a kingdom that you haven't visited it's the place that you don't know how it looks like so there is no way that any kind of indication could be given about it that's why in vedas and upanishad they says that naim atma pravachanena labhyo na medhya na bahuna shruten that neither the discourses can give any indication about it nor the medha the brightest knowledge can reach there 
not even shrutis not even ved and upanishad can reach there because it is beyond everything that's why the vedas are saying neti neti that it's not even that not even that don't stick to any of these things it is beyond and what does this pragya do so patanjali says in the 50th verse he says tajjah sanskara anya sanskara pratibandhe that it gives birth to the sanskar which stops all other sanskars to grow it gives birth to a particular sanskar which means that now what is actually blossoming through you is a divine lotus it is the divine manifestation and no one can predict it no one can tell it no one can assume it no one can tell you that what would happen once you reach to that stage because only that consciousness that is beyond knowledge memory any kind of gathering of information any kind of reach of the mind that consciousness which is there beyond all the prakriti is gone cosmic substance is gone only he or she knows and even probably he or she does not know even they have got no idea it would manifest and it would manifest in a very special unique exceptional and never before manner there is no copy and paste in this universe everyone is unique and when the divinity would manifest through me or you it would not repeat itself that is what patanjali is saying that tajjah sanskara anya sanskara pratibandhi pratibandha means stop refrain tajjah means it gives birth jah means birth sanskar it gives birth to the sanskar anya means other which stops all other sanskars to grow now fine prakriti has been shunned that is stop this entity belongs to me that is what the higher consciousness is saying now i will do tasyapi nirodhe that also needs to be stopped you need to not stop there beyond tasyapi nirodhe sarva nirodha everything should be banished nirbija samadhe then takes place the nirbija samadhe when you have even stopped there nothing i am not listening to you either going beyond then takes place the nirbija samadhi with no seed no sanskar no memory it's not there in the system this memory has been deleted from your laptop deleted from the recycle bin deleted from the hard drive deleted from servers deleted from every possible network of the world i don't exist anymore everything is gone and when i am gone then only two things are possible either i become zero or i become whole and i become whole i become the entirety of the cosmos the whole consciousness is me and i am the entire consciousness there is absolute true eternal timeless consciousness that's what i become because i was never there only that was there the first mistake i made is actually creating a place for myself moment that barrier is gone i is gone everything else has been sublimated then comes zero or there comes ultimate eternal so it is a journey of shunya to everywhere it is a journey of zero to the ultimate so this is how the first chapter ends we go through a quick recap before we end today's discussion patanjali starts the samadhi pad by saying atha yoga anusashanam let us talk about yoga as a discipline 
वॉट इज योग योग से चित्त वृत्ति निरोधा इट इज द बैनिशमेंट ऑफ द वृत्तीज ऑफ द चित्त इफ आई एम एबल टू अकम्पलिश इट तदा दृष्टु स्वरूपे वस्थानम आई एम सीटेड इन माई ट्रू कॉन्शियसनेस इफ आई एम अनेबल टू डू इट वृत्ति सारूप्यम इतरत्र आई कंटिन्यू टू बिहेव एज माई वृत्तीज आर टेलिंग मी टू बिहेव सो इट इज इंपॉर्टेंट टू नो वॉट आर वृत्ति सो ही सीज वृत्ते पंचत्य क्लिष्ट क्लिष्ट दे आर फाइव इन टोटल एंड दे कुड बी हेल्पफुल और हार्मफुल then he names them he says they are like pramana viparya vikalpana drasmrate then he says what is pramana it is further divided pratyaksha anumana gamanani pramanani then what is viparya viparya mithya gyan vata drupa pratishtham viparya is false knowledge pramana is correct knowledge what is uh, third one uh, vikalpa shabd gyananupati vastu shunyo vikalpa its imagination what is फोर्थ वन अभाव प्रत्यालंबना वृत्ति निद्रा इट इज स्लीप वॉट इज फिफ्थ वन इट इज अनुभूत विषय संप्रमोश स्मृति इट इज द मेमरी सो ऑल दीज आर नॉट अस इस इज डोंट थिंक दैट यू आर करेक्ट नॉलेज और फॉल्स नॉलेज और इमेजिनेशन और स्लीप और और इवन द मेमरी नन ऑफ दैम हाउ टू स्टॉप इट अभ्यास वैराग्याभ्याम तन निरोधा अभ्यास एंड वैराग्य Out of these two, tatrasthito yatno bhyasa. He says one that makes us still is abhyas. How the abhyas becomes perfect? How you can make it even more firmly grounded? Satu dirga kala nirantara satkara sevita dridhumi. Then it becomes firmly grounded. What is vairag? He says of two types. One is actually to shun. What is one is to reject. One is to have no craving for anything that either I seen or heard. दृष्टानुश्रविक विषय वितृष्णवशी कार्य संज्ञा वैराग्य बट देन देर इज ऑल्सो ए बियॉन्ड दैट आई हैव नॉट सीन दैट इज एक्चुअली इवन रिजेक्टिंग द ऑफर्स ऑफ द प्रकृति रिजेक्टिंग द ऑफर्स ऑफ द वर्ल्ड आर फाइन बट रिजेक्टिंग द ऑफर्स ऑफ द प्रकृति तत्परम पुरुष ख्याते गुण वै तृष्णम इफ यू आर एबल टू रीच देर देन ही सेस देन यू फाइंड द समाधि वितर्क विचार आनंद स्मृतानुगत संप्रज्ञाता then again two types of people are there he says viram pratyay abhyas purva sanskar sheshunya those who do the abhyas they reach to this stage and some are who are getting the lateral entry bhav pratyay videha prakriti layanam are these the only people who are getting it he says no no there are other people also shraddha virya smriti samadhi pragya purvak itresham other can reach to by studying this you can of course A study like you know medicinal plant. If you have studied medicinal plant, but you can also study if you have studied agriculture. He said you can also reach there. But in that there is a distinction of category. Tivra samvega mana sanna. Mrdu madhya dhimatra tva tatopi vishesha. In that there is also category of some people working lightly, some with moderately, some heavily, intensely. Then he says also there is another way. Ishwar pranidhanat va. You can also do a special kind of bhakti to ishwar who is ishwar klesh karma vipakashaya paramnishta purush vishesha ishwara tatra niratishayam sarvagya bijam purvesham ape guruh kale nana vacheda this beyond time beyond knowledge beyond karma prakriti cannot reach it time cannot confine it and you know knowledge cannot surpass it so is beyond all of that how would we know tasya vachaka pranava you can reach to that entity which is beyond prakriti by its representative which is pranav om tat japas tadarth bhavanam not only do the jap 
valves also connect to it through your sentiments bhavana what if i do it then what would happen he says tatah pratyak chetna adigama api antaraya bhavasya then it not only makes you the realization of the inner consciousness but it also makes you free of the antaraya comes the question what are antaraya then he says vyadhi sthyana sanshay pramadalasya vrati bhranti darshan alabd bhumiktattva anavasti tattvani chitta vikshepah te antaraya these are the antaraya but they don't come alone they also come with other ones dukh dwarmanasya ang mejat shwas prashwas vikshep sabava they come with all together all these nine and five together are the ones which bring gap to the practice they bring a interruption they are the ones which are responsible for interval we practice and then suddenly we cannot how to uh, counter them tat pratishedhartham ek tattva abhyasa focus on one object which one then he talks about seven parikarma maitri karuna mudita upekshanam sukh dukh punya punya vishayanam bhavanat chitt prasadanam one way that you do that cultivate an attitude that we talked about Uh, two sessions before or you can use another way prachardhan vidharanabhyam va pranasya vai pranayam or vishayavati pravritti va utpanna manasa sthiti nibandhane that is also way of doing vishayavati pravritti another way fourth parikarm is vishoka va jyotishmati fifth is that you can have vitragvishyam va chittam you can focus on those who were devoid of any kind of attachment or there is another way you can focus on the knowledge swapnidra gyana alambanam va that you get from dream or sleep yathabhimat dhyanadva he said even if you can't do any of that just do whatever is agreeing to but to one pointed concentration if i am able to do it then what happens he says parmanu paramahatva antyosvashikara you get a control from the smallest particle to the totality of existence then comes the samadhis he says chinavritte abhijatasya meva mane grihit grihin grahyeshu tatasthat anjanata samapatte you develop the ability like a transparent crystal you are gone only object of knowledge is there but then i still have got memory of other things so he says tatra shabd arth gyan vikalpe sankirna savitarka samapatte my knowledge is still sankirna it is still mixed mingled with the uh, word meaning knowledge all this information that is there because memory is there so he said that needs to be purified smriti parishuddho swarup shunya mevetarth matra nirbhasa nirvitarka then only the object of knowledge is shining you are gone first object was there then even object is gone now even the vichara of it would be gone he says etye savichara nirvichara cha sukshma vishaya vyakhyata you can also define the smallest uh, savichara nirvichara samadhis even the subtle substances by using the same way of classification for how long till the prakriti is there sukshma vishyatvam cha alinga parivasanam and they all terminate into prakriti ta ev sabija samadhi till then sabija samadhi are there because prakriti is defined by karma karma is manifested by sanskar sanskar resides in the beej as long as that is there sanskar would be there karma would be there beej would be there 
whole this chaos would be there. You go beyond, then comes what? Nirvicharah Vaisharat De Adhyatmapasada. Then comes the true bliss. Only the light, luminous substance is there. And if that is there, then comes doubtless knowledge, Ritambhara Tattra Pragya. And this Pragya is a special, Shrutanumana Pragya Bhyam Annavishya Vishesh Arthatvat. You cannot understand the meaning of it by either the Vedas, Upanishads or by any kind of assumption. It is beyond. Tajjaha Sanskara, Anna Sanskara Pratibandhi. When it gives birth to the sanskar, that sanskar is special and it stops every other sanskar to grow. Tasyapi nirode, even beyond that, sarva nirode, all kind of banishment, nirbijaha samadhi, then you reach to samadhi where even the seed is gone. The thread that was connecting me from this chaos that we call as the universe is cut. I am a balloon flying in the sky, gone nowhere. All is ended. So that's where the chapter 1 finishes of Samadhipad. We end today's discussion with Shantipad. Om Dyor Shante Rantaharikshagvam Shante He Prethave Shante Rapah, Shante Roshadaya, Shante Vanaspataya, Shantir Vishwe Devah, Shantir Brahma, Shante Sarvagvam, Shante Shanti Reva Shanti Sama Shanti Redhe Om Shanti 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 Sarvarishta Sushanti Rabhavatu हमारे YouTube चैनल शांति कुंजक वीडियो गायत्री परिवार को सब्सक्राइब करें एवं बेल आइकन जरूर दबाएं ताकि गायत्री परिवार की विभिन्न गतिविधियों की जानकारी आपको मिलती रहे